terribly long ago uh it had to have been sometime this week because i would have talked about it last week if it happened prior to that show that makes sense anyway great radio commercial merle you'll appreciate this as a former radio guy who probably heard i don't know thousands if not tens of thousands of advertisements i made thousands of commercials and i actually wanted to see if i was full of shit when i said that number and then i did the math of how many commercials i made a day times 13 years yeah times fuck my life <laughs> equals over a couple thousand commercials yeah times fuck my life that's true that adds a lot doesn't yeah. it <laughs> oh that's like triples it <laughs> it is like the big the yeah. little three up right it's like a whoop. uh anywho i don't know math yeah what is that little thing magic number. exponent it's a magic number right what's a magic number Alan is look. Alan is smarter than both of us, and Alan's fucking confused. He can't even figure out your dumb. Yeah. Okay. Are you talking about an exponent? Are you talking about a cubed? Are you no, talking about cubed. square? I, I was kidding around about it being a magic number. Cubed is what I was getting at. That's why I was like, it's like cubed, but but more. Fuck my life. Just a guess, right? That's about right. I'm so lost. All right. Anywho, radio ad. <laughs> it was like. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm Willie Nelson, award-winning songwriter and musician. And I'm here to tell you about a product that I abide by. It's been helping the lives of millions of individuals around the world. I'm talking about Skechers shoes. And he's like, oh, cut. Willie, uh, Skechers aren't illegal. Uh, you, can, you can wear those anytime you want. Oh, dang, man. I just thought because they're so darn comfortable that the man would outlaw them. It's like, no, no, we're good. And then it goes to like Skechers and then it comes back and it's like, what does he say? He says, here, trying to uh, legalize the crossing the state lines with Skechers shoes. It's like, cut. Really? That's legal as well. <laughs> thought it was money. So good. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good ad. It's a good ad. I also wonder how many times Willie Nelson had to uh, do his takes as well. <laughs> it's... <laughs> What Mer, uh, more than so you figure Skechers had a pretty good uh, uh, that, that a pretty good budget to to create that when you were tasked with creating a commercial what kind of budget were we thinking uh, mine were factored into salary I have no idea what the sales team was charging I know it had to be astronomical for what it was worth because they all drove very nice vehicles and we were well aware that they made a minimum of three times more money than I did. Therefore, that work that I had to do, I had to write the goddamn spots, deal with the person who doesn't know how to fucking read. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to answer your question. I really don't. I have no idea. It would be um, $90 for a packet of 10 60-second spots. So you do that math. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> It's probably a prime number of sorts, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, I, I, now, but but on the, the shoe on the opposite foot, Alan is in sales, and Alan, I mean, it's a skill to sell. You're bringing money and you're bringing revenue into the business. In this case, the radio station. Yeah, if you work with salesmen and they don't make you feel inferior, then your salesmen aren't good. <laughs> That's See? fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's that, that's fair. I mean, I always got mad because I felt like I was the one giving them the product to sell. 
So therefore, I should get a little stipend of, uh, you know, like we always wanted a little cut of like the commission. I figured we'd get like a one percent. I'm not even looking for anything. Just everybody, something. everybody along the line thinks, says that shit. Project managers be like, oh, I, I fucking make it happen. You should just give me a little bit. No, no, you don't. No, just shut up. Just go fucking get it done. All right. I'm, <clears throat> we're the reason there's food on everyone's table. Go yeah. away. Well, not just food, the <laughs> lights, the plumbing, you know, we'd work in a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Project managers. I'm glad you brought that up because we've we've come full circle here. We've gotten into yeah. MERS Radio, your sales, and my project management. Perfect. Well, the 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 thing that I have a problem with though, Alan, is I I agree that that is the legwork is going in and convincing the client that they should use their hard earned money to advertise with you, like ball bought and sold. I get it. However, balls and souls. They would, got it. They they would they would write these commercials. We literally had a template, right? This amount of words per line, this amount of lines. You know what they would do? These fucking twat bag salespeople, they would shrink the font. Like that like that resolves something. Like, well, it wasn't fitting on the page. And I well, you know why it wasn't fitting on the page there, Dave? Wasn't fitting on the page because it doesn't fit in fucking people's mouths or inside of 30 and or 60 seconds. That's why it didn't fit on the page. Can't just shrink the words. It doesn't make them faster. And so then I would have to sit in a room with a client who loved the spot. Well, this is the spot that I signed off on. What do you mean we got to cut that sentence? I want that sentence in there. Well, Dave... I'd like to keep that sentence in there too, but there ain't time for it. And you know, I think it just goes back to I don't care how the sausage is made; just get it made. All right. <laughs> I think. I think what you do at that point is see I if sold made sausage. I need you to give them made sausage. How you go about doing that? As totally uh, unbeknownst to me, I don't know. Do your thing. I, I don't even care. As the <laughs> as the project manager of the group, I'm going to look into what type of budget we have. And in this case, I think if, if the shoe fits, you, uh, you moonlight in the micro machines guy who did the ads in the eighties. Yeah. I, I can send you some Andrew Murr micro machine <laughs> ads, man. Oh boy. I can tell you. And with the magic of audio technology where you can <clears throat> cut and paste your best lines in there, I fit you a 45 into a 30 and it might take me four hours to do it, but God damn it. I'd get it done. And this is why I want my 1% Alan, you fucking overpaid son of a bitch going out there with your percentages and your yeah. commissions, me working on my base salary, doing three times more work. Cause you can't fucking do your job, but your job already sold the fucking clients. So I got to do your job. For I did you. my job. Sold, sold sausage. Making mm-hmm. of said sausage. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this will be my last story, but I remember I had a, uh, a a preacher, minister, pastor, whatever. He's coming in. He wants to read his little Sunday service, sixty second thing. And motherfucker, he must have talked way too much to God and didn't do a lot of studying on the old reading. And I couldn't get him to get lines out that sounded like human beings speaking. So I remember I, I this is a grown ass man, probably twice my age at this point. I remember turning around and I just kind of gingerly, I didn't snatch, but I pulled the paper out of his hand and I said, listen, Pastor Dave, everybody's name's Dave today. Pastor Dave, <laughs> we're not going to read this. And he's like, really? Why is that? I was like, because you wrote it. You know what it says. So I just want you to say what's on the paper. Well, how will I know what's on the paper unless I read it? Because I'm going to read it 
and then you're going to say what I just said. And we did that for 45 minutes. And 45 minutes later, we got 30 seconds of usable audio. Beautiful. That, yeah. It's rough. Yes, it is. That's, <clears throat> that sounds like money well spent or, you know, sold. I don't know. Depending <laughs> on how you look at it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I de- if it only took 45 minutes, I, I definitely sold at least four hours worth of time. Yeah. So we were yeah. He my gave, life. He gave you sausage and you made filet. Look at you. Goddamn, yeah, goddamn, goddamn chef. I always sold sausage. <laughs> That's all we need. You sold fucking filets. I love it. He didn't give me sausage. He gave me a bag of raw meat and a couple jars of spice. I think he threw some intestine in the room. Was like, eh, eh. didn't even tell me what to do with it. Just said a bunch of noises and said, "Good luck." Any garnishes? But it became sausage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's really what matters. Mm. Middle class holes, everyone. PM, Foxman, Salesman, Allen, and former radio desk jockey, Murr. Uh, <laughs> Murr, are you pissed that uh, that there's ru- the rumor mill has it that uh, Jules may be getting swiped off the old sales racks? Dude, I, I don't know if pissed is the right word. Uh, yeah, okay, pissed might be the right word. Here's the thing. They don't pull cigarettes off the goddamn shelves, and these are the motherfuckers who targeted kids for like 60 Plus, maybe more. I don't know. When did advertising start? Because that's when they started advertising cigarettes to kids. And then all of a sudden, in the late 80s, they were like, oh, well, I guess we can't do that anymore. I mean, Joe Camel was a stuffed animal you could get out of an arcade machine with a fucking claw at Ocean City all the way up until I graduated high school. Yeah. So, <laughs> and now all of a sudden, like, Jules, like, hey, guys, we got a smoking alternative. Yeah, but they taste too good. Okay, we didn't, we haven't even put a commercial on TV. Well, how is that our problem? And now the FDA is talking about pulling jewels unanimously across the board without warning because kids picked up the jewel pods and started puffing on them a few years ago. And is what some sort of like vendetta against a well-manufactured vape product. They're going to take them out of my hands. The jewels stop me from smoking. I can go in the other room in my house right now. I sound like Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. And I can run two miles on my treadmill without getting winded. And that's thanks to the jewel. Yeah. We, I think, come to think about it, when you sent me that today, was it today or yesterday? Maybe it was last night. I'm having a tough time. I was too focused on you, like, no, text line in the, uh, in the message. But I was thinking about it in the office today. And because our office space got reconfigured, and because there's more employees, they've been hiring more. Uh, more salespeople, of course, um, but, uh, <laughs> but but um, thinking about who who in the office does and doesn't smoke, and there's one person who smokes cigarettes regularly, uh, and then there's probably five or six other people who vape regularly, and at the desk too, we'll just take a puff, and <clears throat> I had to think that those people were pretty much just for people who would who would smoke cigarettes if the jewel wasn't available. Maybe not regularly, but they would, you know, with some amount of regularity. I can see it both ways. I understand. But who's keeps beeping and beeping. Most people started smoking cigarettes when they were before they were allowed to smoke cigarettes. That's usually where the habit began. Like you didn't have your first cigarette. It like, oh, time's a ticking. I'm 18. (laughs) Let me go get me a pack of camel fucking non filters and get going here. Time to grow up. 
Most people had their first cigarette at some sort of alcohol party when they were in high school. I mean, in middle school, you were probably pregnant by 16 anyway, and it didn't matter. And the Juul legitimately, the Juul legitimately helped me quit smoking cigarettes, and I really feel like they don't care about the people that the product was branded towards. Just because a bunch of twats got their fucking grubby little fucking sticky fingers on them. Yeah. Is there, is there any negative to the Juuls? I don't really know enough about them. When I went to the doctor... They, I said, okay, they, you know, they give you the whole rundown. How many alcoholic beverages, blah, 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 cigarette smoker, former, how many did you smoke a day? Bleh. I said, but I do smoke a Juul now. And he's like, okay, um, we're not going to worry about that. I said, really? We're not going to worry about that? Why is that? He's like, eh, it's better than smoking. I was like, how much better? And he did a little, mm-hmm, eh, eh they're about 90% cleaner you, than a cigarette. Is your doctor fucking Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, right? Doctor sounds like you need to go get a new one. Is, is, uh, he, a, is, is he a fucking Muppet? They're about, they're about they check. You should get a second quote, is what we're saying. They're yeah. about 90% cleaner. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Which is solid, but like, I think, and I think Wes alluded to it, like, yeah, I guess you stopped smoking, but look, look at you. You just, it's in your fucking mouth, like, all the time. What like so is it really better? Maybe it's ninety percent cleaner, but you're constantly fucking doing it. You weren't constantly smoking cigarettes. Incorrect. Uh, if you okay. saw if you saw me with the beer in my hand, you did not see me without a cigarette in the other hand. It, oh. it was it was hand in hand. Now during the day, I could put an hour between cigarettes, but once that bottle cap was snapped, man, lights out. It was my just. I would light cigarettes off of cigarettes. And from what I recall around this time that you're talking about, if you weren't working or in some sort of class, whether it be at Maryland or the, the communications place you went to in Baltimore, I'm blank, blanking on the name. You were probably drinking <laughs> unless it was like Most six likely. in the morning or something. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty much right. I mean, I've always regulated my drinking to like the day is done. Mm-hmm. Now the day could be done at 5 PM or the day could be done at nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. But once the day is done, yes, I start having alcoholic beverages, and then I start now, yes, vaping a lot. But I can also take, like, three puffs off of this thing and then put it down. Whereas with a cigarette, you're committed. As soon as that thing's crackling, you're not putting it down till the filter's fucking melting into your fingertips. Yeah, I mean, you could play, like, a you know, kind of a gangster way and flick the cherry off and save it, you know, keep it outside. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems it seems silly at this point. Fuck it. Just let people look. We're careening towards like either a climate disaster or like fascism or I don't know, a, a one of a handful of things. So I don't think really jewel pods are really should be at the top of the list. But, you know, if you're going to smoke something, just smoke cigarettes. Stop being a pussy. I just say when it, when it comes to things like this, the libertarian side of my you know, my social opinions comes into play. And I say, it doesn't matter how many fucking laws you make it, uh, you make about it. Uh, I'm not saying anything like short of the fucking death penalty that maybe people will stop smoking. But I was saying like, these are probably victimless crazy of like fines. If they, if they do make them illegal, people are still going to make them. Some engineer is going to fucking produce these in his basement and sell them. You'll be able to get your hands on them. You'll be able to get your fucking hands on the, 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 the pods that go into them. They'll be just as efficient. They'll be just as good. They'll be just, they'll probably be more tasty because it's fucking underground shit. People there might continue. be a learning curve. Like there's probably, there's probably a couple deaths. 
True. Yeah. yeah, but you know, that's why you hold out for well, the like, second wave. Yeah. My point Look, it depends. How bad do you want to suck on liquid nicotine through a fucking plastic utensil? Or do you just want to fucking smoke a cigarette like a real man? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you at that point. Okay. Want I, street jewel pods or do you just want to smoke a Joe Cool? No, I don't want a street jewel pod. They, I tried that. The hero, he, Jewel had mint. It was straight. It was greatest fucking flavor. I don't know. I, Jewel should be selling that on the black market to somebody. It was the greatest flavoring in the world. It was perfect. They forced them to stop selling it because kids were jewel, were using the Jewel. They forced them to stop all their flavored, their uh, like the fruit flavored stuff. So they only do Virginia tobacco, which is a really dark, thick, nice tobacco taste, and then menthol. I hate menthol. They actually got the taste of a cigarette into that Virginia tobacco jewel pod. I don't know what I'll do if they go. They they stole my mint from me, and I don't know what I'll do if they don't if they do away with this Virginia tobacco thing, man. Mm. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to quit. I don't want to start smoking cigarettes. And they tax you on every one of the pods. You can only get a two-pack or a four-pack, and they tack a $4 tax on each one of those little pods. Yeah, they do. I heard about that. Like, you, you're, you're, I mean, I guess, are you trying to price people out of their habits? Yes. Yeah, precisely. That's exactly what they're fucking trying to do. It's supply and demand. It's, it's not right. rocket science. Yeah. Just stop, just stop doing it. If you have... <laughs> If you keep buying it and they keep upping the price, they'll keep selling it. There will be, it. People yeah. will stop doing it simply because it's just not worth it. Yeah. I know, but then Alan's like, well, just smoke a cigarette like a real man. Like, not for $10 a pack, but which Alan, is where they are Alan's now. Saying or that tongue do cheek. neither. <laughs> Alan's saying that to just smoke a cigarette tongue-in-cheek. I don't think he's... I, I know, I know. No, I mean, yes, but also fucking no. Like, I don't smoke either, but, like, I went to a party and I bought a pack of cigarettes because I'm not a pussy. I'll just smoke fuck a cigarette if I want a cigarette. Like, so yes and no. Like, I get that there's a usage for the jewel pod and to go for it, but well, also like just stop doing both of them. You but they're he, not necessary. Yes, I <laughs> smoke, agree with you on weed, that. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. But you're coming at it from someone who could buy that pack, smoke. You know, not even the whole thing. Be done with the party or the weekend, and then not see another one for, you know, till. For months, maybe a year, and then like that, Murr is coming from a perspective where he could, you know, that that may or may not be an option. Sounds like he needs that. I I I look. I I will admit, I am addicted to nicotine. I am one hundred percent addicted to nicotine. It ain't heroin. I mean, it's 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 a long, slow death. But but it's not heroin. But it's starting to sound like it could be kind of like it when you're like, I don't even know what they I'd do <laughs> if they take my Virginia tobacco jewel pod. Like, Jesus, fucking easy there, bud. Just stop. Maybe see an addiction counselor. I don't know. Some something's got to give. You don't or, need to pay a million dollars for cigarettes or worry about a short supply of your sweet sweet nicotine juice. Like, yeah. Just stop. Or like like our dear Wesley said, is a victimless crime. I am exhaling water vapor. I'm getting all the bad shit. So fucking leave me alone. Just I mean, leave that's me fair. alone. My, that's fair. My but. point of it was is that uh if it if push comes to shove and it's hundred percent illegal, you'll <laughs> find them. You'll be able to find someone who's creating them or making them, or you'll know a guy who knows a guy, just the way you get any other drug or gun or whatever. Uh so like don't put all these fucking 
first of all, I don't even get into gun gun laws and things like that. I'm not. It's not not why I, I, I made this point. My point is is that just make it legal. Just just legalize it, sell it, continue to tax people. Blah blah blah. People are gonna get their hands on it anyway. Just stop putting this morality on this one thing that you got your hands on because they don't have enough lobbyists in Washington fucking D.C. Because my point is, is if you're going to ban the jewel, they should be ripping cigarettes off the shelves as well. If we're that concerned about people's safety and health and the children's, if we're worried about the children's, we'll get rid of everything, not just this. They're going after them because they skirted some loopholes and they were able to continue to sell when the government. Philip Morris. And R.J. Reynolds tried to shut down Jewel like four or five years ago. I think they even bought one of their competitors and part of their stock and then tried to shut them down. And they, they failed. And now they're going to use their buddies in, in high places to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is what it is. I mean, yeah. American and politics, I, baby. Which, what, what do you know? Who's, who's for sale? <laughs> well, I, I see Wes doing some, I th- I, some middle class research. No, because um, I got you and another group of friends that I chat with sent that today, and I, I I hadn't read I read yours, I didn't read theirs, and they were saying that it was all nicotine. Maybe I missed. Maybe maybe they misread that. I didn't read that that link. They were they were commenting on on it after it was posted. They, they were cigarettes. That's for sure. This was specifically the FDA shutting down Jewel, possibly like today. How about a heads up, Holmes? You know, you want these people to like go through. You want to, you want to make an addict like just jump ship to a whole nother worse product. Tell them that you're taking away all their shit right like now. Like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, what did I'll you do. buy? Hey, hey, did you buy some new jewel pods today? Yeah. Are they in your car? Yeah. Check again. No. Like, <laughs> you want to talk about the amount of panic? You think I didn't go panic buy a whole bunch of fucking jewel pods before the day was done? Jesus. Mm. I think you should have done that. Then I think you should have invested some stock in like Marlboro or some other cigarette company. Maybe dip as well. Maybe, you know, just, just to hedge your bets. I'm just, you know, I'm going opposite way with it. I'm saying that I care for you, Mur, and that if you speak to a, health, a mental health professional already, you might want to be like, Hey, I can't, I can't kick this thing. And I would, I, I probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your I've got it. They might be like, hey, yeah, you know, we'll help you out with that. Who's your shrink? Miss Piggy? <laughs> it's Philip Morris. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, I, I thought about moving on to the mints. Um, I did that in the past, but they gave me the farts, like something <laughs> awful. Or at least, or go just like, if you're good at tobacco product, it, at least just fucking, like, go full balls to the wall. Just go fucking long cut fucking, like, skull and just fucking fat lippers. Or something, you know what I mean? Some with a little street cred, a little plastic fucking thing. Yeah, I've like a, thought like a lady. I've thought about um, <laughs> poor Wes. I can see what he's doing. Said, I'm, not, I'm out of focus, okay. man. I, I, I saw him go out of focus, and I was like, "What's happening?" I, I, okay, it's now like Wes, I'm still there. Hold on, wait, 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 well, I know what I'm gonna let Wes talk for just a good a string, so people can see your camera real quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> damn it. I. T- I thought that Miss Piggy joke okay. was pretty good. Now, let me tell you something, Wes. You, you, you feel those feelings you feel inside your belly and your tummy and your brain right now? Yeah. That's what I felt when they told me my jewel pods were going away. <laughs> I felt like my whole life was going out of focus. <laughs> and the click of a link. I feel like the co-host. <laughs> that, that's a good ad, too. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I, this is one thing I wanted to bring up. Remember when? Remember when NASCAR was the Winston Cup? Yeah, you yeah. Know, a fucking major. Well, major. I, Do they, they were still major. make Winston's though. Uh, yeah, damn it. This is this is bothering the woman. Fuck out of me. <laughs> they still god damn i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that this is happening to you it's so much fun for me and alan only because we know i because your face is as red as alan's shirt it looks right like now, you're too. live streaming from a fucking like nokia fucking <laughs> <laughs> like 7200 i was really happy with the shirt and then i couldn't read it and i was like god fuck i'm out of focus so i'm that big of a narcissist looking at myself from this little small thing above the screen <laughs> Yeah, Wait, so did you fuck up your own focus? Or is it... Yeah, yeah cause I moved in the, really hard. I moved the mic because I was trying to like do something with it. We're not going to have a segment about me being out of fucking focus. Fuck this. I'll go... I don't here. know, man. Hold on. I know yeah, we're going to have a whole show about it. Let's All right, do it. There we go. That's gonna. That's how this is going to be for a hot minute. <laughs> Just a tiny little fox picture. There he is. <laughs> See, it worked. No, but they no, it was it was the Winston Cup, and then what was the the minor league was Bush the Bush series forever. Which I thought still exists. Is it not the Bush series anymore? I'm not sure. You would think that smoking and driving would be much safer than drinking and driving. <laughs> no, it's like the, it's like the Xfinity series or some shit. Yeah, they've done away You're with right. all the yeah. Xfinity series. Well, yeah, I mean. I, I feel like the Bush series held out a little longer. It did. Like it was. It, it, it did. It, 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 yeah, because drinking. Yeah, that's that makes sense. That's a good point. Do they still make Winston's? I think. I you think need so. Some shitholes you could find them. Probably the Moose Lodge or something like that. In one of those definitely pool fucking, a fucking Moose Lodge. One of those pool uh, machines. They definitely even make those. Do, do they make those anymore? There was a couple in Frostburg, right? The, the pull levered uh, tobacco I machines. I thought there was. I thought there was one in LBs. Like, fucking, I thought there was one in like the bar at the Frostburg again and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. where? I mean, where else would there be one? <laughs> I remember when cigarettes were like eh, just under four dollars, like three seventy five. Um, the 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 the, the, the Gracetown Inn, Wes. Um, they had a cigarette vending machine, so that you know, keep it whole. It was four dollars mm-hmm. a pack. And then it was no promises, so so they had to hit the buzzer behind the bar. But they, it was it was real dodgy. It would work or it wouldn't work. Roll the dice. So you put your money in. It was like it'd be like I'm pushing the button. No promises. Kink. <laughs> and then I just remember pulling it one time and nothing came out. And it's like fuck. And it's like told you no promises. And I slapped the side of it and the pack came out. It was like. <laughs> Oh, the joy just went off in the bar. <laughs> Quality. I'm going to smoke. I'm, I'm going to smoke, too. <sighs> they had one at the rendezvous. I don't know if you remember that. It's before the before it became like in the transitional stage when it went from rhythm and uh, R&B. And I, yeah, R&B, late night honky tonk place to more of like kind of younger club, younger hipper. But they, it was between where the bar and the dining room were separated. And... <clears throat> Uh, as a teenage boy who worked in the kitchen there for like three or four years, I frequently had friends ask me to buy them for them. And I would always do it for like an extra buck or an extra two bucks or something like that. And uh, they just, it's not that they turned a blind eye. You definitely had to be a little sneaky about when your 15 or 16 year old self was going to buy cigarettes at a bar. But there's just no way that someone doesn't see you. And they're always kind of like, man, fuck. Yeah, well, who are you going to pass? You're going to pass judgment, really? 
you know, <laughs> I, I find myself doing it a little bit more now that I'm older, but like, I, I need some 40 some year old asshole to be like, Oh, you sure it's a good idea? Like, did you think it was a good idea when you right. got yourself hooked, you dumb motherfucker? Well, it was also, it was people who, uh, who I worked with, you know, now mind you, it's a bar, people who own the management who also knew my parents. Now, yeah, none of them tattle told, tattle, tattle tale, tattle told, I guess, because it's past tense on me. But there was always that kind of threat, which always pissed me off. What was the oldest you were when you bought someone booze bought <laughs> that was underage? Some one booze that was underage. Uh, I want to, it was probably like either mid to late 20s. Okay. Um, it was, it was. Back, I, I was either living in Delaware or I was living down here, but I was visiting Perryville, and I bought some at that one on Route 40. And these kids uh, said, hey, mister, can you can you buy some beer? And I said, hey, with the uh, – they, they pulled – straight up pulled the hey, mister. And I was like, damn, you got some balls. Okay. And I was like, can you can we get two cases of beer? It's like, any beer? Yeah, anything. Two 30-packs if, if our money flies. Like, what, I was like, how much money do you have? And they showed me. I was like, all right, how, without handing me money, I'll go buy it. And then I'll I'll take it down the street at a Royal Farms and put it in your truck. Uh, that way that way I don't get fucking pinched for you know there's cameras right yeah. out here right now. So they did it, yeah. yeah. And I think I got them like I got them a case and a thirty pack. And then they gave me like twenty extra bucks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I just said, yeah. Dad, no drinking and driving. Okay. Cool. <laughs> be res- like me, be responsible. Drink responsible. <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> take a fucking drink of yours. Like right there. Throw it over I my shoulder. Like, Beer breaks. Get my car. <laughs> I don't count this one, but when I was thinking about it the other day, I, I, I guess I have to count this one. I think I was like 27. Now these guys were like 20, but I worked with them. They worked with me, and and he was dude was like, "Hey man, give me a ride. You mind giving me a ride home?" And I was driving home, and he's like, "Hey man, I hate to ask, but you know." Did we? Did you stop and give me some beer? Like, and I didn't even think it. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, just give me your money. Fine, let's go inside. And that's what I did. And I'm, I, I don't know, man. It was, it just wasn't a big deal. But I remember playing Hey Mister, and it worked every time because where you, where you lived in mm-hmm. Perryville, you had Lindy's Market right at the end there, and that's where all the VA patients would walk down to <laughs> to get get their booze. So, so we would always look for like the oldest guy possible. And I saw this old guy sitting on the curb. I was like, hey, mister, you, you buy us a couple 30-packs? like, you give me a ride home? Deal. So he bought us two 30-packs of Bush. And I drove him back down to the VA hospital. And then I remember going over to Havity Grace and playing, hey, mister. And this motherfucker just all out snapped on me. I was like, hey, mister, you think you can, uh, got, like, no, fuck you. Hey, man, you're fucking younger than my son. I wouldn't buy him fucking beer. Why would I buy you fucking beer? I was like. All right. He's like, I should turn you in. I was like, you should just back the fuck off. Like, what are you doing? And I, but I guess I do get it now. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Eh. Rock him. Rock that trick. Hey, and Alan, just to give you some context of what he's talking about, from the VA to the place that he used to hang out to to apprehend VA patients who are coming to buy alcohol for themselves, uh, for a patient to walk from point A to point B is a about two miles. Yeah. It's not like it's down to the street. <laughs> no, that's fair. Like, yeah, if I was the old guy, I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not trying to walk back. Well, I'll get 
I'll get you some beer, little guy. Yes, it's very commendable. <laughs> very commendable what Murr and his friends were doing to to take these people back two miles. I'm talking more about the the alcohol addiction it is to walk two miles to go get beer. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just trying to help our veterans. I don't know what your problem is. I was going to say the government has abandoned our veterans. You know, you got to you got to treat them right. You're right. They're in your local your local community. Most of those guys were were Vietnam around that point. Vietnam vets. Yeah. I mean, they're still are Vietnam vets, but... bro. Those guys are. Those guys went through it. I mean, yeah. not that other war vets did not, but they went through it. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah this war- guy was definitely this guy was definitely Korean War because he was like old enough to be older than Vietnam, but like. <laughs> Old enough, just shy of World War II. So he had to be in some, yeah. And But here's the thing. He was going to sit on that curb and drink his beer down to where it was light enough to haul it back. So. <laughs> you know, it's also a wonder that these people walked not only through Perry Point, but through pretty much the entire town of Perryville. And you just, there, I, I never heard of like drunken vets just going crazy, smashing shit. Beating up people, like you know, they just minded their business. They went to one end, bought beer, drank it, walked back to a VA hospital. Yeah, well, you know, a good a good town drunk isn't usually like a shitster. You know, maybe like a maybe like a fell asleep on a bench kind of thing, yeah. but nothing like you don't really see crazy. They're too busy walking back and forth to places to score more alcohol. <laughs> uh, town town drunks are pretty much harmless for the most part. This is uh, more across the street from where Lindy's was on the other side of Route 40, like the the side where you're headed to you're headed west to Happy Grace. That big building that's it's been about a million things, but yeah. <clears throat> at one time there was a bar on the right side. My dad used to say, so mind you, my dad was born in 1945. By the time he got to be like a teenager, leading up till 21, because uh, they had changed the law at that point, it wasn't 18 any longer. Uh, it, it used to be a kind of like this old hoagie ass bar. I mean, dark, dingy pool, no music. People just sitting there, fucking getting drunk from sun up to sundown. And it said a lot of World War One veterans hung out there. Think about how old this shit is. And that, Damn. if you went there at like sixteen or seventeen, sat in the corner and shut the fuck up, no one said anything to you. They'd serve you beer, yeah. and you just like put your head down. You yeah. had to take a piss. Take your head down when you walk back. Sit in the corner and drink a fucking beer and shut up. Yeah, it's because those motherfuckers still called it shell shock. They're yeah. just sitting there fucking all fucked up <laughs> watching dudes gag to death in trenches. <laughs> yeah. Or one was brutal. And there was a time where if you were minding your own goddamn business and you were only poisoning yourself, nobody gave two shits about it. Yeah. That's when America was great. <laughs> That's true. There is a there's a certain je ne sais quoi about a like an American Legion or like a fucking Dewey Loman. You know, it was just yeah. a lot of a lot of crushed spirit. And dollar twenty five natty lights. <laughs> I like, <laughs> they erect those places and build them, and I swear they like roll on some fucking see through synthetic smell that's just labeled American Legion in a mop bucket, and they splash it in there <laughs> and they wipe it all over the place because they all smell the same and it's slightly fucking stale. Yeah, it's slightly stale and it smells like, like I don't know, like um. Like, if you know, like, if you get, like, brand new, whatever it is, some sort of rubberized product, and mm. it's fresh out of the plastic, it's whatever that smell is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there's, it, it, 
It, it seems to be universal across the board. That's like the fucking creed of getting in, becoming a member of the American Legion. You have to know like the, 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 the name convention of this fucking smell. Oh, that's C41214? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> fresh, too. They spray it down with fucking bush light and let it dry. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably it. In, and then just sprinkle some fucking tobacco under the fucking floors, and then they cover it all up, and that's it. There you go. <laughs> well, enough of the chitter-chatter. I think it's time for friend or foe. Let's go. Friend or foe. And tonight, we've got a nice celebrity friend or foe for you, Charlie Sheen. Is break. I'm sorry. Charlie Sheen is blaming his ex-wife Denise Richards after their elder daughter Sammy Sheen has joined OnlyFans. The former Two and a Half Men star, 56, tells Page Six, "Quote: She is 18 years old and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof." He adds, "I do not condone this, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urge her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. Because integrity." Is what Charlie Sheen is known for. Mm-hmm. Sammy, who turned 18 in March, announced her adult business venture on Instagram with a sultry swimsuit snap, urging her followers to, quote, click the link in my bio if you want to see more. Now, as for the news, um, Denise Richards <laughs> told us exclusively, Sammy is 18, and this decision wasn't based on whose house she lives in. All I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment. But she makes her own decisions. So, friend or foe, if you are a self-professed crack smoker who contracted HIV, do you have the right to tell your 18-year-old daughter what she should or should not do on the internet? Friend, of course, you're the parent. You should parent even if you're a bad parent. Or foe, no, your life decisions have put you in a place where your judgment is Pointless, Wes. <clears throat> That's our Alan. Alan gave a. Mm, I want to hear his thoughts. Okay. All right. Oh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I friend it. I mean, I agree. You gotta like. You have the right to be like, "Hey, fruit of my loins, please don't do that." Or bad idea. But the child also reserves the right to be like, "Fuck you, cokehead." Like, <laughs> meh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of, kind of. Two birds, one stone, shit in one hand, wishing the other, whatever euphemism we want to use here. Like, no, fucking, you could absolutely tell your daughter, don't do that. Don't be showing your titties on the internet. And she could be like, fuck you, dad. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> I think both things can exist. That's perfectly fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a hard time, like, um, qualifying both of these in any respect because actually, I think what she's doing. Given the circumstances and the very low bar, this is actually more admirable, Wes. Well, I, I seem to. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like a lawyer situation here. Not that this requires a lawyer or warrants any type of court case, but think about this. Sheen said, and I noticed this. Uh, she's 18 years old now and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. Okay, you remember that quote? This story came out in June 13, 2022. She turned 18 in March. Maybe this didn't happen under your roof because she was underage. She couldn't. You're a moron. And she turned 18. (laughs) Yeah, she couldn't specifically do it. Doesn't mean she wasn't showing her titties like online. It just means she wasn't making money doing it. (laughs) Certainly, and she couldn't create, she couldn't get on OnlyFans legally anyway. 
at 17 under your roof it has nothing to do with your parenting or your, or your overprotective also, dad's maybe it, maybe it didn't happen under your roof, Charlie Sheen, because she and or the courts decided that maybe living with her mother was probably a smarter <laughs> decision. Uh, I don't know. But right. <laughs> maybe just look in the mirror before you talk shit, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> And then also, well, but but a mirror on the wall, not on your coffee table. <laughs> They're very different uses. Yeah. He likes to look down. Gravity helps out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Um, I think. And Richards went on to say something about. Uh, okay, all, all I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment. Uh, she's 18. No, you absolutely can't trust their judgment. Their judgment's always wrong. Every decision they make is not every. I mean, they get up in the morning, they brush their teeth, presumably. Not every decision they make is wrong, but most are, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not wrong. They're just definitely misguided. They might stumble upon a positive outcome, but it wasn't done in the best manner possible. This might be one to save for legal counsel. Because even though she is 18, is she still considered, okay, obviously under the law, she's an adult, but does she have the right to make her own decisions if she's still living in your house? Yeah. Like, yeah? Yeah, legally, yeah. yeah. You can make your own decisions. Do whatever. Now, you can kick her the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's what you want to do. But, like, now we're getting into, like, Britney Spears conservatorship type fucking territory. You know what I mean? Which... I think you got to prove that, like, they're bonkers, which, I mean, obviously Britney Spears bonkers. I don't know that this girl's bonkers. She's just young and dumb. Yeah. And the pictures, what she posted isn't, it's a fucking bikini picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to click her bio. You got to click the bio, bud. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to subscribe. And she's not even, as far as women on the internet go in the year 2022, She's not at the upper echelon. She just happens to be Char- Charlie Sheen's daughter. Yeah, I was going to say the the picture I'm looking at. She's in the pool and it's from the waist up with her arms across the her midriff. If I were Mom Dukes, Denise Richards, I'd make her watch Wild Things and be like, "You got a long way to go. Yeah. You, got long, you got a long way to go, sister. <laughs> you want to make some money with those tatas? Let me show <laughs> so, you how it's done. How it's done. Get Kevin Bacon, yeah, here, motherfucker. Like, I'm looking at her Instagram now, and you know, I'd rather see fucking fifty year old. Denise Richards. Yeah. No, I I agree with Alan. But here's the thing. Considering how damaged her life is, what Denise Richards is one of the Real Housewives shows, she's no fucking shining star in the night. You know what I mean? She's not exactly a guiding principle on how to live your life. We all know Charlie Sheen's Tiger Blood Demons. Yeah. I mean, in reality... What chance does this girl have? And if this is as far as she goes down that deep, dark rabbit hole and she has a chance to make some money and then just be done with it, you know, considering all circumstances, I don't think it's really that big of a problem. How many 18-year-olds are showing their shit for free right now on the Internet? At least this one has monetized it a la Kardashian style. It could potentially create a thriving business and maybe parlay this into some sort of fashion, like jaunt moving forward. So, it might be the best thing for. Her, yeah, sadly, I, I mean, I, so I'm I'm friend that Charlie Sheen has the right to to be vocal about this because 
I mean, regardless, of what, he probably still loves her and he probably still cares about her and probably still, you know, as a parent is protective and it's his little girl and yada, yada, yada. So he has the right to, to do that. I'm friend. But, yeah, I mean, kind of echoing what Alan said earlier, you know, hey, man, she lives with she lives with mom. She's 18. Sorry. Yeah, I can get I can get paid like money that isn't your guys's money for capitalizing on your name and these tiny little titties. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? I, hey, man, fuck it. I'm officially friend that he has the right, but I'm foe that she should listen to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, I agree. Do you think at any point when things were getting somewhat uh, vocal, argumentative, headbutting, you know, feisty around the Sheen Richards household, do you think they ever got into an argument about whose career was more, you know, was 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 better, who was more talented as actor or actress, sort of rattling yeah. off the movies they were in? I mean, probably, but it's clearly Charlie Sheen. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's, there's no real like Denise Richards can try. All she wants, but I mean, what she got? Fucking wild things and undercover brother, Starship Trooper, Star, <laughs> Starship well, Trooper. Oh yeah, Starship Troopers. So again, no. I mean, all you got to do is what was what was that movie with Charlie Sheen called the the Chase? Was that her? Oh, yeah, Monson. This is oh. that's a superior movie to all three of those ones. We Wall, Wall Street. God, hundred percent agree with Alan though. I mean, I, yeah, Wall Street, like Platoon, all those. Oh yeah, Platoon. Uh, what, what else? He was in a ton. In everything. Ooh. Yeah, he was in a movie with he, his. Well, I don't want to like like bury the hot, joke hot here. Shot, the Hot Shot series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one and two. One and two. And then, <laughs> damn, I don't want to bury the lead again. Okay, Men at Work. Remember where he's the uh, garbage oh, man? Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, Young Guns. Young Guns. He wasn't young. Gu- he was in one. He got killed in one. Wasn't in two. Just keep that in mind. What else? I mean, yeah. There's already a handful of better movies than the three that we named for Denise Richards. All right. Well, then Major, Major League. Oh, well, yeah. It was Rick Vaughn. I mean, sure. And Major League, too, if you want to count it. But He basically created an entire franchise out of a single show and two and a half men that went completely south when he left. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let me see here. What do we got here? Well, the, what I was going to say was, because I don't want to bury the lead, do you think Emilio ever kicked in the door? It's like, I'm more talented. I'm more talented than both of you. Uh, no, because everybody knows that Emilio is more talented than both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio Estevez is the most talented actor to never get a chance. Is that a fair chance? I think he was like, you know what? I'm not trying to do this, really. Emilio like, Estevez? Yeah. You don't think Mighty Ducks wasn't a chance? A fucking Disney mainstay? Yeah. One of the greatest hockey yeah, movies. You don't think Judgment Night was a blockbuster hit? Cuba yeah, <laughs> Gooding? Mick Jagger? <laughs> no. It's not with Mick Jagger. So yeah. Dennis Leary. He's going to get so upset about your your misrepresentation of Judgment Night. So Dennis Leary <laughs> and fucking Everlast from House of Pain. Wait, okay, what movie was Emilio Estevez in with uh, Mick Jagger where it was a dystopian future? A dystopian teacher? Future. Future. Yes, a dystopian teacher. (laughs) So I got confused. I don't know. I don't know. Leo and Mick Jagger. Yeah. Called Free Jack. Free Jack. Because he was an F1 race car driver and he was pulled from his body at the moment of the crash and zapped to the future for some fucking unknown reason. And I can't remember how that movie goes, but I know that's generally how it goes. He was free jacked. He was jacked. 
I got oh, you. yeah, he was snatched. They, they, people would snatch people prior, <laughs> snatch people from the press just prior to the moment of their desk to use as substitute bodies. So, <laughs> it was, yeah, this sounds fucking terrible. It, it went. <laughs> That sounds. I, and I'm shocked. I've never heard of this because this is right in my wheelhouse of this shit. This is your. Like, really yeah. is. and I'm, I feel like a history teacher that got stumped by his fucking student while giving a lecture. Um, you should phone up the last blockbuster and see if they can mail you a VHS <laughs> copy of this. Band. I think I'm sure. Free Jack. Good lord! It comes on the heels Free of Mighty Jack. Ducks too, so you can't help but think that. A producer was like, hey, man. I just love the, the fucking cover. So I'm looking at the cover, and it's Emilio, Mick Jagger, and Anthony Hopkins, which is like the strangest trio of people to be on a movie cover, <laughs> I think, ever. Anthony Hopkins. Lord, that's... My crazy. point with Emilio is he never got like that. Like, Charlie got all the roles that Emilio should have gotten, like the serious roles that Emilio could have actually thrived in. But Charlie was the heartthrob. And then, and Emilio got married too young to Paul Abdul, and yada yada yada. But Emilio kept his nose clean. He never changed his last name because he <laughs> wasn't racist against the ethnics, unlike Charlie. He forced his heritage. Who? That's true. Who who doesn't approve of his eighteen year old doing bikini pics on OnlyFans? Exactly. Like, Name's Emilio Estevez. Fuck, that's a kick ass name. Like, why are you changing that? Was Agreed. It, what, what was Charlie's Estevez name? Do we know? Carlos. Carlos. Was it Carlos Estevez? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. less. That's less cool. What was Martin's? I'm not Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin. Martin Estevez. That's kind of dope, actually. Carlos is whack. He sounds yeah. like a paint. <laughs> he sounds like a drywall specialist. <laughs> so I get changing Charlie Sheen. That, that makes some sense. He, That's he, fair. He mops the walls of Dewey Lomans to make him smell yeah. like Dewey Lomans. He, 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 squirts, he squirts aged keg beer on the walls. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All and right. That, my friends, his friend or foe. Beautiful. All right. I think it's time to fill our brains with knowledge, Murr. FFF. I 100% agree. It is officially time for Fun Fact Friday, brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you have some pain below the knee and above the ankle and you need some like-minded morons to justify your ailment, head on over to Facebook and find yourself the International Shin Splint Specialists, the Shin Splints Recovery Group. O-M-G. Facts. Let's get to it, my friends. It is Fun Fact Friday. Did you know a former Nike designer and a former podiatrist have created a shoe to save the feet of insulin deficient assholes all over the country? <laughs> I did know that because I sent you that article, but I didn't know right. it until I read about it a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah these things are, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're something. They look like fucking, uh, I was about to say, Emilio Estevez. Uh, they look like Marty McFly fucking boots in, in Back to the Future 2. Yeah, they, they look, look like, like, yeah, go ahead. They look like Ortho Jordans. That's yeah. what they look like. Yeah. yeah. And they, they look like the Jordans that someone in Demolition Man would have worn. I'm going to give the people, <laughs> they had to, if they had Jordans in Demolition Man. 
gonna give you all a look at these puppies. <laughs> it's now. not even a boot. It's like a fucking whole leg, bro. Called the defender goes up to the knee on someone defender, who's of course. presumably, you know, but like I don't know, mid five. But my point is, okay, I get it. These are Gen One. Uh, there's gonna be a couple iterations into the these. These are the betas before things get better. And hey, look, they they're talking. I mean, the numbers are astounding. What do they say? Eighty thousand potential uh, uh, foot amputations a year because yeah. uh, the, the leading cause of amputations for amongst diabetics are ulcers, and these are going to help it out. I mean, yeah, you, I'd wear, I'd wear clown shoes, fucking on both feet, if it was going to save one of them. It's three hundred sixty-five right? days a year, so. Congrats I mean, to these guys, but come on, man! It's twenty twenty two. Couldn't you? I also a really love that this is necessary because fucking America is like, you know, Americans go to the doctor and the doctor's like, "Hey, you'd stop being a fat garbage person and eating like a fucking toddler." And Americans are like, "Well, I mean, could you just give me some fucking space Jordan so <laughs> that my feet don't fall off and I can keep." keep smashing double quarter pounders and like the doctors were like yeah i guess whatever fuck it america (laughs) (laughs) well that was the american the the america part of that is that there were a couple of guys like they ain't gonna stop let's just make them some shoes (laughs) and we'll make a shit ton of money off of them yeah dude insurance 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 will buy them for us they're like just stop exclusively drinking fucking cherry pepsis and they were like nope Mm-mm. This is like, nope. give me a Jordan like Velcro shoe to save my fucking leg, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, okay, the, the fact that a former Nike engineer and a podiatrist, presumably, you know, pretty well known, maybe not, I don't know, don't know this guy from Adam, but get together and create a shoe that's going to save uh, diabetics' feet is like an 18 year old going on OnlyFans. You know, this is their version of it. I'm selling out. I'm selling out. I'm leaving the game. Here's the thing is the guy who designed the actual boot, he didn't need the Nike guy. If like, this is how jaded we are in America. It's like, ugh, I could wear a boot and save my feet, but man, look at them. (laughs) (laughs) If they don't, if they don't look like what Mike wore during the flu game, fuck it, chop it off. (laughs) I think it it really is a testament to America. I think, I I think, I think I've told you guys this, that, uh, Rick Barry offered to coach Shaq to shoot under underhand free throws, and he wouldn't he wouldn't do it because it said it would mess up his street cred. Rick Barry's like, I guarantee you, I can make this guy like at least a seventy percent free throw shooter. He's like, Nah, man, I can't do that. That shit looks corny as hell. I, ain't gonna, no, I mean, that's no. fair, bro. Street cred, street cred's everything. Really, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, he could have been at an all as bad as a free throw shooter as he was. He could have been an all time leading scorer. He ups that percentage by fucking as many as he shot. That's true, but I mean, you're talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer who couldn't make a standing, unguarded basket as a professional. So, in a way, he's think about as Shaq ages and moves on, he will continually be mocked for not making free throws, but he will also be shown for ripping basketball goals to the ground. From the ceiling, so you're you, is what is what you're getting as diabetic should wear regular shoes and look cool. I, I'm saying they well, they're not going to suck it up. So this is a necessary evil. The thing is, homeboy didn't need the Nike guy to get involved. Just stop 
making shoes that look like fucking a clown vomited in a bowling alley. Like, just stop doing that. It's not hard. They credited um, I there's an hour long presentation. I'm not saying I watched all 60 minutes of it, but I skipped around and I watched the majority. And they credited Kanye for the design because of his Yeezys and how crazy, stupid, ugly they are. Ba basically, I'm paraphrasing here. They were basically saying, like, American fashion, I mean, as long as you tell people it's cool, these have some benefits. And so they said if people are willing to wear this piece of garbage, they'll be wearing willing to wear this to save their fucking legs. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's not even branded yet. Like, wait till somebody throws a brand on that bad boy. Like... Wait till you wait till you see the fucking like Adidas diabetes fucking Balenciaga drop and fucking like there's just millennials lined around the fucking the, the, the street corner for fucking <laughs> space boots that keep us from our legs falling off. Like this is exactly what happened. They were like, guys, millennials are fucking getting diabetes left and right. They're not taking care of themselves. Just start chopping off legs. We got to figure out a solution here. Give them some Jordans. They'll fuck. They'll, they'll shape right up. Like, the are, Adidas Beatus has a nice ring to it, by the way. That's why I did it. You like that? Kids are throwing themselves in front of buses. You think they care about their feet? <laughs> well, well, maybe. All right. Let's get the five fun facts that are fun. Can we do that? Sure. Yeah. All right. Did you know while in Youngstown, Ohio, it's against the law to run out of gas. I agree with this law, by the way. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I, would, I don't want strangers stopping in my town. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd lock them up. Lock them up. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, no, I did one. I didn't know that. And two, I don't get the law. I mean, but think why? about okay. all the manpower and inconvenience that like is potential in running out of, out of gas. Like if you're a cop, oh, got to get this guy, take him to a gas station, buy a gas can, drive back to his car, fill his car back up, get him to the gas station, make sure he's there without running out of gas again. Make sure he's got enough money to fill up his tank. Like that's a lot for just one officer to have to be inconvenienced with that. Then if you're a stranger, oh, now I've got to have two morons stopped on the side of a road. One's got to let a stranger into his vehicle, drive him to a gas station, get him gas, drive him back to it. There's a lot of inconvenience happening when you're the dumb shit who runs your car out of gas. When all you had to do was be a responsible driver and be sure you had enough fuel to keep your giant 4,000 pound fucking death machine off the road thwarting death. I think you're being nitpicky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You sell that like you, you, you sound like you prepared that at the Youngstown fucking <laughs> Youngstown, the Youngstown town meeting. Sorry. I stumbled over that because I didn't think that was the actual the term of it. Makes sense. Yeah. A couple town commissioners, the mayor, but no, this is shouldn't be like, mm, yeah, you know, seems, seems right. Seems legit. I think this guy's got a point. It's illegal. And I mean, and then what's the fine? You know, like you see those things about smoking and uh, elevators, right? Yeah, yeah, a fine to not exceed 20, what twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, twenty five dollars, like twenty five dollars. I've always wanted to do it. It's, <laughs> yeah. just... it's like same. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe maybe that's like what it is in Youngstown. You know, it's a slap on the wrist. Say, ha ha, you idiot. Maybe I've I've only ran a, I've run out of gas two times technically, and I've but I've still made it to the gas station. Yeah, 
but I can't say that I was not a road hazard on the way to the gas station. Uh, I think I've run out of gas a couple times, but a couple times, like, I think 90% of those times I fucking, I ran out of gas. Like, so I made it home the night before and then mm. I went out to start it up and girl was like, whoo, nope, there's only fumes in here. You're going to need to give us some juice to, to get us uh, to where we got to go. Uh, yeah, that's like a half time. I'll, two of those equals yeah. one full running out of gas. Yeah, yeah. I never like. I think I've only done the actual gas once. I've done. Yeah. It's happened twice to me. It was within a week of each other at the same spot on ninety five, and I had to call the same person to come bail me out. <laughs> that was a hoot, Gilby. By yeah. the way, you loved yeah. it, and you should have been. And I bet did you have to pay him because you should have gotten a fine. <sighs> pay him? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, I bought him a beer. Now, I just remember the one time I ran out, like, I was coming, I was coasting to the gas station, and I was probably, like, 50 to 30 yards from actually pulling into the gas station. So here's my dumbass. Driver's side door open. Car's (laughs) flying by me on the left. I'm pushing, steering at the same time. So I get it. And the only other time was um, right there at the Subworks uh, parking lot there Mm -hmm. west where it almost links up to the Royal Farms. It does not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I pulled in and it, I, I was drifting and I pulled in too soon, wrong turn lane, like, oh no. And then I had to keep going and filling up a, a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> you had to pay for it every time. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I told him I was going to leave the pump hanging and they let me do that. And I think I got $2 worth of gas and back when you could get like a quarter tank for $2 and then I drove right. it up to the pump. And- Hands probably fucking reeking. See, that is highly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Hands probably reeking of cigarettes. This is, the, the one thing I was going to say was uh, that then you probably smoked one afterwards. That's <laughs> a long day. Um, I, when I got out of college, I was looking for like media production jobs, associate producer at television stations. And, and I don't remember the website, but it had every ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, Fox affiliate and all every city, and I was looking pretty much anywhere. And I got I was just kept venturing west when I didn't hear anything anything out. And I got to Youngstown, Ohio, and it was Yonko. He was like, "Oh man, I don't think you want to work in that town, Wes. I've been there. <laughs> don't don't go to Youngstown. I don't care if it's true. <laughs> ain't worth it. And if you and if you go, don't run out of gas." <laughs> That's how you end up one of those local news anchors fucking like, you know, doing some like exercise routine at 6 a.m. for fucking local news. Like, you don't want to do that. I don't know, man. Wes would have been a top 10 weatherman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. (laughs) I I thought for sure you were going to go with like some sort of Richard Richard Simmons uh, fucking exercise act. Nah, dude, I could see you giving a fucking entertaining ass weather report in a Youngstown, Ohio. Or either that or he's like the sports guy uh, for like the next 45 years. Nah. You know, like, well, you here's know the I thing. Mean? He would take sports seriously. He wouldn't take weather seriously because it shouldn't be taken seriously. And he would treat it in a professional. He would give it a professional silliness that it deserves. <sighs> I mean, I'm with you there. I think it. I think it works both ways. Because like, I'm thinking of the guy who probably just retired from like WJZ, like old white guy with like crazy hair who covered sports, and it was always like 
he was always the caricature. You know what I mean? Like you saw the WJZ thing and there was like the two anchors, like hard hitting news. And then there's like the fucking champ kind with like the football in the background. Like, yeah, like that's Wes to me. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I got you. Comic, the plucky comic relief of fucking morning news in Youngstown, Ohio. I'm, li- I'm, I'm living Murr's fantasy. I'd be like, all right, it was warm yesterday. You know what that means? Low, fresh, low pressure front coming low. in. Low pressure front. That means rain, folks. Three days of rain coming 90% or higher. And when it rains, it pours. <laughs> Back to the desk. <laughs> Terrible. Excuse me. Yeah, and every, every Friday you wear a green suit and you're just a floating head given the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the first college t-shirt was from the University of Michigan. Wow. Is this, is this like Michigan? You had a thing about the big house last week, about it being the largest stadium. It's University of Michigan. <laughs> whoever, made, whoever made the daily fact calendars from the University of Michigan. At least that day. The Tuesday's their day, and they just <laughs> flooded with Michigan shit. No. Or that's... maybe Michigan just knows what the fuck's up, okay? And other, other colleges and universities should step their game up. Yeah. Well, creme de la creme. The first college t-shirt. What was it before that? Fucking sweaters? <laughs> Probably, actually. <laughs> but you no. see what happened, Wes, is there was a low pressure front. You moved <laughs> out. There's some high pressure, and they still wanted their fans to represent. <laughs> right. Did you know Hawaii moves four inches towards Japan every year? Just proving that Japan hasn't given up yet. <laughs> Damn, four four fucking inches. That's all I I also think Hawaii's pretty dumb with us mainlanders at this point. Yeah. Not gonna lie. We spilled we spilled like uh like jet fuel into like drinking water recently or some shit. So I think Hawaii's kind of really dumb with this guy's. <laughs> four inches though. That seems like uh every now and then when you do like a plate tectonic or some sort of earth shifting thing. Four inches a year, that's a little on the high side. From what I, I think remember. so. Uh, the, the tectonic plates move as fast as your fingernails grow. So that makes about, I mean, if you didn't clip your nails all year, you'd probably have a four-inch fingernail. So that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. I wonder when it'll reach. Will it reach or will Japan just move? Do they move away from each other or do they move towards each other? That's the other factor. Yeah. I don't know. I, the other thing I was going to ask is, is, is it all islands? Or, you know, is one moving faster than the others? Are the islands moving apart? Are the th- was it, well, it's five, but it's three main ones. Yeah, I think it's all relative, though, because I think they're all expanding at, at like, the same rate. Hmm. I wonder if eventually, you know, right before the sun consumes us and <laughs> obliterates us, if, like, the Hawaiian islands will actually, like, join up hmm. and become, like, one big strip of land. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think probably eventually. But I think it's more like... They're not going to the islands aren't going to drift to each other, but like more of the land is going to rise out of the ocean or the ocean's going to drop one of the two. Either way, not if we listen to the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to I think it's going to rise and fall depending <laughs> on where you are in the world. Like the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know a snood? Is a type of hairnet used to protect and shape mustaches. What? No, I need one. Damn. 
a snood. Yeah, like S N O O D. Correct. Okay. Yeah, if you get that, I'd like to see a screen share of a snood. I'd like to see what this. I mean, especially like protecting. I've seen the idiots that work at like Burger King who actually care about their jobs and put the you know like the the netting on their face. But I've never like. But as far as the technical aspect of shaping the actual mustache, like what? I, I don't understand the physics or. Yeah, I don't that. get the mustache snood. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when you said a snood, I was like. It's the little dangly thing under a turkey's neck. Uh, that's what I thought you were going to say because that's also what that word means. Um, and I, you went totally left field on me. So I'm now looking up Amazon reviews for fucking mustache snoods. And I don't think <laughs> that they're real. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, I think that they're real, but I don't think they're as efficient as one might think. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, but if you had one of those big, like, where you got to, like, take, like, beeswax to you know twist up the ends of your mustache maybe they're for someone with a that kind of facial girth if you will i've wanted to do a mustache by the way for a while but now the top gun came out i'm gonna have to wait another five years yeah I think. you're gonna have to hang tight on that one yeah, yeah i know it ruined it kind of i tried to i tried to sell kelly on a fucking um so i got really curly hair uh but i wear hats so i don't know if you, you're aware of this um but I was at the barber. My barber was like, you want to shake it up? And I was like, nah, we'll leave it alone. I was like, actually, I have been thinking about doing a mullet, like a classy one. Nice fade on the side. And Kelly was like, absolutely not. And I was like, what the? That's fair. I do talk to, like, clients that run major hospital systems. I probably shouldn't be walking around. With, like, <laughs> I bet. I bet, like, Richard Dean Anderson got away with a mullet back in, like, the early 90s when he was doing MacGyver, and so did Mel Gibson. So there's a classy mullet out there, and I think you got the hair for it. We uh, we were at the O's game, and we saw this this little kid, uh, his little chunky kid. Uh, I loved him. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even talk to him. I just saw him in line, and he had a blonde. He had the blonde, curly fucking mullet with Pit Viper wraparound shades on nice. and it was the coolest fucking like 11 year old kid i've ever seen in my life uh a friend a very dear friend of uh sarah's uh her daughter uh, i guess <clears throat> she got pissed off that a guy came and picked her up and didn't come in and introduce himself just kind of pulled the old like cool cool guy out front and i was told that he has a mullet and i was told that they're making a comeback amongst Late oh, teens, yeah. and it's not called they're, a mu- it's not called a mullet. They're going by something else. Yeah, they call them something. Yeah, I don't know what they call them now. Something the name's whack. I wasn't yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I was. Nece- I wasn't necessarily turned off. Well, I wasn't entirely turned off by the mullet. I was like, whatever. Kids will be fucking no, kids, like, but but they can't. Went- it can't be too long. Like it can't be like too long in the back. It can't be like hanging down and going all fucking crazy. You gotta just keep you gotta keep it tight, but it's gotta be melody. Yeah, but the problem is is they're going for like shock value. So they're straight up keeping the top, you know, like a regular haircut, and they're just shaving behind the ears, right to where the back of the head is, yeah. and then they're going straight down it's like, just like it's side fade and then just fucking Yeah. 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 It's fucking yeah. sick. I kinda like it. Like a yeah. lot. I've seen a few that I like, but I've seen a few that are just like well, no, it is a you roll know, that, of the dice. You know you that was that was never cool. I hope you know that, and that's not now cool because it wasn't cool. You know, like know your lane. Yeah, we we the beauty of like like sorting out what's cool retro is we get to look back on it decades later 
and be like, yeah, okay, this was great. This wasn't, that shit sucked. That shit, oh boy, they should burn that and everything else, all the contents that ever has that, throw it into a fucking volcano in Hawaii and have it drip closer to fucking Japan. <laughs> but yeah, the mullet, I don't know, to me, it's just like, I heard it's making a comeback. And I was like, Ugh, it's not making a comeback. Zubaz uh, pants. Will Zubaz pants ever come back? I don't. Did they ever leave? <laughs> Honestly, let's be real. Those things have always been dope. That's how you spotted a professional wrestler in an airport. You saw Zubaz pants, a fanny pack, and a sleeveless shirt, and you're like, "That guy. <laughs> that guy's on TV Mondays and sometimes Sundays, <laughs> or a traveling AAA baseball team. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I should." Zubas are dope. If that isn't fucking, back. If, if, if that isn't Brutus Beefcake or Tim Hewlett, I don't know who the fuck that is. We had, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know Isaac uh, Wes. Uh, yeah, because he has a pair of fucking Bengals colored ones. He's got multiple <laughs> pairs, uh, but he does. He did have a Bengals pair, and he played on our softball team, uh, the Juice, as as you you may yeah. have, you may recall. Uh, and he wore Zubas to play in for like three seasons and they were fucking majestic. <laughs> just a big ginger guy rolling around in Zubas. <laughs> that's a, good. That's like a, a Tuesday or a Thursday night to dick around with some buddies of yours and, and drink some beers. This isn't to pick up some, pick up some young, some lady and avoid her parents. Like, I don't oh. know, man. Fucking these Gen Zers are, are real <laughs> lax with what you have to look like to get laid these days. I was, <laughs> point. I was, I was talking to somebody uh, at work, a, a, a youth, and I was like, man, y'all, like, we had to, like, put clothes that had been washed recently on and, like, match them to each other to attract the opposite sex. And y'all are just out here fucking, like, dudes out here in fucking tank tops and fucking flip flops and swim trunks at a bar at 2 p.m. just killing it mm. girls love the homeless look man it's a thing now so <laughs> mullets zubas why not yeah yeah fuck yeah man america fuck yeah and finally did you know if two pieces of metal touch in space they get stuck together permanently Oof. i didn't know that but i know if you fly through a uh, black hole turns into spaghetti <laughs> and if greg leganes were to do it by the way, I, I I think I think the TikTok might have flagged that clip. Oh, you kidding? Well, because it was up for hours before it even got one one view. I'm gonna check it now, but yeah, I'm I mean, I, I get why we put it up. But if you jumped into a black hole, nah. you would be still up. I mean, it's still up, but I feel like it got throttled because it's gotten like I don't know. It just seems like it got a lot less views than any of our our other. Our other videos. Yeah. All right. So, so if you put two pieces of metal together in space, they'll be stuck together permanently. I have no idea why, but that's what the fun mm. fact calendar tells me. And I that, am. my friends, is your fun fact Friday. Because space is magnetic. <laughs> Magneto's out there. <laughs> right, Alan? Yeah, you know it. Sorry, I was reading about how <laughs> these things get melt fused together. You know, once you tell me something that I don't know, now I got to learn more about it. So... It's called cold welding, apparently. Nice. I think it might. It could also be a myth. So, don't know. Don't don't, don't lean on that. <laughs> so that. Whoever whoever made that uh, that fucking calendar went to Michigan. And it wasn't for medicine. Hell yeah! It's for the it was for the t shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's it for marketing. <laughs> you, you here to get your degree? Oh no, I'm gonna drop out. I'm here for the t shirt. 
I'm here for the sweater. And then she gets into the store and it's a t-shirt. It's like, this isn't what I wanted. You guys doing any mullets, by the way? Get a barber around? Tonight on Before You Go Here at the Middle Class Holes, Boston Transit Agency is try uh, to try urine sensors on elevators. Uh, you're in trouble no more. The Massachusetts Bay Transportation <laughs> Authority hopes with a new program to... T- uh, <laughs> Hopes with the new program to tackle public urination systems and elevators with technology. Uh, So this serves as Boston and the surrounding areas. uh, uh, Transit Authority. Uh, They're launching a pilot program this summer, which urine detectors will sensors will be put in place in four downtown elevators. They don't say where because they wanted to be a little secretive. Uh, The sensors alert transit ambassadors who dispatch a cleaning crew. Uh, the Boston Herald reported. So <laughs> first things first, it's not even that they, they don't put in these sensors to prohibit it or alert authority. They just put send someone to go and clean it up. That's fine. <laughs> so, That's good. Because I, okay, as a regular person, I'm not trying to pee in an elevator. I would assume that if I'm pissing in an elevator, it's a necessity. I had to go, I had to pee in an elevator. I had no choice. And then the type of people that are going to pee in an elevator for funsies, they're going to pee in it because it's got a fucking sensor inside that's going to alert somebody as soon as they do it. And then the fun begins when they try to run from the pee police. Yeah. So I don't know what purpose this serves. Yeah, it seems silly. It says it's just, just, just to uh, cover up the smell. Sometimes yeah, it smells well, that, and then, well, for that, I'm okay with it. But if it was to like try to... like you know, levy out fines and things of that nature, then I'd just be, well, what's the point? It's like smoking in the elevator and getting the $25 fine. I'd do it for the fine. You're you're egging me on. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. So, if it's just for the smell, then it's just pretty much pointless. So do so do away with it. You're pissing away, you're pissing away taxpayers' money. Well, yeah. Aren't, aren't, shouldn't they be cleaning the elevators anyway? And why is this publicly funded? Oh, well, the people of Boston have full bladders. That's all I can come up with. <laughs> like, why, why, why are taxpayer funds going into, like, putting fucking, you know, like, scent pods into uh, elevators for fucking homeless pee? Like, <laughs> aren't, shouldn't cops be doing something about that with that huge fucking budget they and have? That's what I was saying, that the censors don't even alert authority. They don't alert the fucking the dick patrol. You know, to well, come do, out. So, fucking... do they alert anyone, or do they literally just like spray out a mist? Like just, they... just as janitorial staff, apparently. Yeah, There's... yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's here's a better idea. Where does the shaft go? The elevator shaft. Then it just go to a big fucking tank of nothing. And isn't that shaft like low enough below the final floor that if you filled it up with piss and that piss dried, that you probably still wouldn't smell it anyway. Or you just have to, like, dump a jug of bleach down there. So why not put a piss hole in an elevator? Well, uh, there's electronics down there. It's bad. Yeah. I don't think so. I think no, it's I'm, I'm telling you there are. 100%. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't asking. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% telling you there's electronics down there. Uh, so probably a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know. This seems like a better way to to go about getting this done. Yeah. Or just, you know, put Glade plugins. I feel like that's cheaper than using taxpayer funds. I I got the the solution. You said there has to be a better way. The laser fucking 
acts as a weapon cuts dicks off. That'll stop the pissing in elevators. Yeah, dick laser will do it. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> Dude, dick lasers would do a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dick lasers are probably multi multifunctional. Uh, like, even if it's just the threat of a dick laser, where it's just a laser pointer, like something you fuck with your cat with. If 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 every guy got on an elevator and all of a sudden there was a red dot that shot right to his crotch, you'd be like, all right, no, you're not going to hold it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Like if I like if like like if my wife was like if you dribble on the seat one more time and they like there was a laser I'd be like oh shit uh, you know I might lift the seat up yeah you that's, could... that's a goddamn lie I'm staunchly against it so <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get my dick lasered off than fuck than lift a goddamn toilet seat <laughs> you could uh, uh, you could even make it one it could be like Murr with the fucking cigarette machine at Gracetown. Like, no guarantees. Like, you know, it could be like 1 in 10. And guys would be like, oh, man, 10 to 10%. <sighs> man, I don't like those odds. How bad do I got to pee? I'm going to go for the parking lot. <laughs> I don't know, though. If it's like a a pee after like an evening out or something, you know what I mean? You got got a got a long Uber ride home. You might need to pee in an elevator. Yeah. That it is, is amazing, though, that it is a it is you know, using public funds to put this thing in there because we keep hearing about, you know, the economy, gas prices are high. There's a shortage on baby formula. There's a lot of like real problems. I feel like we should tackle before we get P sensors and elevators. Yeah. I mean, but, but, the, the second time, what, what else were we talking about earlier in this show that I was like, oh, should we be focusing on that? Yeah. Jewels. Uh, jewel pods. Yeah. What am I putting in my body? I don't know. Why don't you make it more affordable for me to put nutrition in my body? Yeah, why don't you make it more affordable for me to not die? Yeah. Is that the show? That's that's. I mean, we can we can any higher than yeah. that, can we? I think that's about it. That's about right. That yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, are we paying? <laughs> Wes, tell them where they can find us. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find us at all of our social media platforms at. Uh, uh, <laughs> MDL, DL, middle, <laughs> some sort of combination of MLD, DL, middle class holes. Sometimes it's singular, sometimes it's plural. I bet if you went to any of these platforms and just typed in the middle class holes, we would pop up. Yeah, we, we do. Right. That's how I search for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I've been meaning to do that for weeks is just find a nice organic spot to put one of you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> it was just Wes this time. <laughs> so uh, like my friend Wes said, you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter, the middle classholes on Facebook and TikTok. And for your listening pleasure, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And of course, please email us. Even if you send, I don't know, send us viruses at this point. I don't fucking care. Send us Nigerian Prince spam uh, if you get it. Like, that'd be cool. Uh, but you can send it to tickle our tummies. That's right, tickle our tummies at gmail.com. Yeah. Send it over. Right. And uh, for, for a reason to email us, next week we're going to be off, but we're going to give you folks the best of the first half of 2022 here at the Middle Class Holes. Uh, if you have a personal favorite, something you want to hear again, something you were like, damn, them motherfuckers was funny as shit, email us to tickle our tummies or message us some way or another, and uh, we'll, we'll be sure to throw it on there. Uh, rest in peace. Sad day for the organization for the Ravens, Jalen Ferguson. And uh, I don't think he was a Hall of Famer, but Super Bowl champion and, and folk hero here, 
in Baltimore, Tony Saragusa passed away. Uh, I don't know, man. Christ, within like six, seven hours of each other. It just almost like it was like, like a day that was cursed. Yeah, maybe maybe Goose was upset and just shoveling down some chili cheese dogs and heart gave out. God. Uh, look, Goose was, Goose was a big guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if he took care of himself afterwards, but it's it's like this is gonna sound rude, but it's I'm not shocked. But like it's yeah. that's real. That's really sad. He's a good yeah. guy. Good no. luck in the city of Baltimore. I mean, he did ish. Well, he was at, he was very active in the community and shit as athletes are around these parts. I found Tony Saragusa to be everything you want in a personality like that. However, I do remember he was possibly his last season, I think, was uh, when they were doing one of the uh, what, what's the NFL films thing where they uh, they come to the like, you know, the, the training camp, oh, the hard knocks, yeah. hard knocks. And it was Saragusa was the guy who would squirt Ben Gay into your <laughs> jockstrap. He was the guy who would fucking like old school haze a rookie. You would have to go get his lunch. And if the lunch was wrong, you would have to give him your lunch. But here's the catch. You always got his lunch wrong. You know, like he was that guy. But the one thing that I think we have to uh, credit Tony Saragusa with is uh, basically breaking Rich Gannon's sternum on purpose in order to propel us to the Super Bowl. That's big facts. Thank you, Tony Saragusa, for yeah. definitely winning us the Super Bowl because we might have got diced up by Rich Gannon, but we didn't. Well, yeah, uh, well, Gannon didn't miss the entire game. He missed a chunk of it. He came back, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, but it was too late. He could he could have just tackled him. He opted for three hundred pounds of dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> he opted for the belly flop, yeah. which was solid. That was it, a solid move. Yeah. He starred in the fucking Sopranos. Uh, he also uh, he he did a short uh, a short lived uh, radio show, and I don't know if it was like pregame, postgame, or it was it was focused around Ravens football with uh, Art Donovan. You know what Art Donovan asked him on the first episode? Guy, you're a big guy. How much do you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a spot on Art Donovan. <laughs> I did that before. Hazard <laughs> <laughs> was the kind of guy who would like finish a playoff game and go work the docks to offload a couple of fucking, you know, Maersk boats <laughs> that pulled in. Like that's the kind of guy Art Donovan was. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have to say that uh, Tony Saragusa also at least attempted to make it cool for guys to wear depends. You know. Cause you dribble a little as you get older. <laughs> yeah, at 55. <laughs> Incontinence is not a joke, Mer. <laughs> We're done here. Rest in peace. It's been a sad day. Good night, everyone. Check us out. First, best of first half coming at you next week. <laughs>